Now I'm ready. Are you ready? Um, sure. I'm just gonna do a jello shot real quick. At, uh, 12 o'clock? 12 p.m.? It's almost 5 o'clock in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not a whole lot. Working on panel and cosplay shit for Yoma. Yeah, same. As you can see, I have gotten nowhere on any of those. (laughs) Well, okay, I have made, like, myself a list of, like, every single step I have to get done so that when I cross something off the list, I feel really accomplished. Oh, that's good. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, so it's been really handy because I have... (laughs) <laughs> I have three actual, like, things I'm sewing, like, three costumes or, th- like, two Lolita dresses and one costume that I'm sewing, and I have a prop that I'm making and a hat that I'm making and decorations to put on said hat and prop, and I have ears for my one costume to go on the hat. So there's a lot to do, and I'm not done with any of it. There is n- not, like, one single full thing that I'm done with. I gave up. On doing multiple cosplays. So uh, I just accepted that. Yeah. Well, the dresses I've been working on since June. But, like, I've only been working on them, like, once a week since June. So they're slowly coming along. They're almost done. Like, I was like, sweet, we'll finish them this week at my sewing class. But I didn't do any of the things I was supposed to do. Because I was trying to work on so many other things. And I was like, I have sewing class, so these can be pushed aside. So now, because of that, I have to have another sewing class before Yomacon to finish them. I just have some painting to do, is pretty much. I have a extent. lot of painting. I got all of my uh, my tights. Yeah, so we're here, and we're going to be doing part of our panel. panel. Um, this is probably going to be a multi-part episode, Yeah, because I think we're only going to record based on time. Right now, right? Yeah. Our panel is an hour and a half at Yomacon. So since we're doing shorter episodes or we've been doing shorter shorter episodes, we're gonna kinda just see what we see what we do. Yep. See how long this couple stories takes us and go from there. Yep. So hashtag fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it live. That's fine. This is pretty much what this is turning into. So uh yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We'll be fine. Fuck it, we have no complete order. It's fine. <laughs> We're doing great. Dottie just texted me, even though she's sitting right here. <laughs> we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, thanks, Dottie. We never, we never do. <laughs> All right. Well, hi, I'm Amber and I'm Jesse, and this is the Marble Forest podcast. And we're doing a panel at Yumacon 2019 <laughs> in like a couple days. Yep. In six days. Six days at 9 p.m. Sa- Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> well, is that six days? That's like seven days. That's like, I don't well, know how no, many it's six days because today's Sunday. Oh, I guess that's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how things work. We're, we're doing it. Okay. We're doing it. Wait, we got to right. flip a coin. We got to flip the coin. Here. We're going to jive right into it. Oh. 
Make t- have Tawny flip it. Oh, She's it's the me. guest. Done. Okay, are you gonna? That's no. fine. Tawny flip the card. No, just, just, just flip, flip it. it. Just throw it in the air and flip it. Like, like, just floor, like, 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 like a normal coin toss. You can. Things. Amber. Amber. Oh wow. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see. I guess I'm gonna start with a slightly longer story. Okay. Just to get some timing. So I'm going to tell you about the oh, kappa. I didn't learn how to t- pronounce any of these, Amber. I mean, that's fine. Just, okay. just throw it in a YouTube video real quick, like YouTube Translate, and then like we'll just cut that part out. So I'm going to talk about the kappa. Okay. Or kappa. I don't know how to say it. Okay. I'm going to go with kappa. Okay. So the kappa translates to river child. They make their homes in rivers, lakes, ponds, waterways, wells found throughout Japan. So, like, anywhere there's water. Okay. That's where they live. Okay. So, they're like the troll under the bridge. Yeah. You know, they love water. Okay. Do trolls love water? Don't know. I don't know. Living our best (laughs) lives. The kappa are aquatic reptilian humanoids, and they are clumsy on land. Clumsy? Yeah. Like, they don't know how to function outside of water. (laughs) They're bad at it. It's like they have, like, wobbly jello legs when they walk on land, and then they trip over everything. Oh, okay. That's just, it's least, that's what I think. They don't have their land legs. Nope. It's like, it's sort of like the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, so picture the Little Mermaid. When she finally gets her legs. The first time she walks. Done. That's a kappa. Yeah, done. <laughs> so, they prefer to make their home in the water when it's um and they thrive during the warm so they make a dam like beavers yeah they just make beaver (laughs) it's their home so they prefer to be in the warm they're omnivores this is fun they um will eat almost anything but their preferred choice of food are cucumbers and raw human um innards particularly the anus That is. You're like, you know, I feel like just a cucumber today because I feel like an anus is just too many calories. <laughs> yeah, um Kappas love the anus. Okay. So they are usually a the size of a human child with scaly skin ranging from colors like deep green, bright red, or blue. Okay. Their bodies are built for swimming, and they have webbed, thumbless hands and feet. Do they look like Michael Phelps? <laughs> they look kind of like weird turtles. Michael Phelps with weird, jiggly legs? Sure. Do you want to see one? Have you looked at the slideshow? <laughs> no, I have not looked at the slideshow. I should make... I could... I don't know. Here is... um. Well, here's my first slide picture of the kappa. Oh, it sort of looks like a turtle. And then here's another... um picture of a cop <laughs> hey it's eating an arm that is not a butthole okay <laughs> it's not a butthole or an innard, or an innard. <laughs> it's an outer <laughs> so they also have turtle like beaks and a shell like, oh, I like just a snapping you. turtle kind of like turtles your, it's gonna snap off your finger in two seconds to snap your butthole <laughs> Uh, they have elastic waterproof skin that reeks of fish and is said to be removable. Removable skin. <laughs> yup. So is it like a is like like a skin suit like a, like a Ew. like a morph suit? Maybe they're like skin a morph just suit. Made out they of just their zip victims. it off and they're like, look, I'm a different person. <laughs> Maybe they just make skin out of their victims and they just change it out. Okay. I don't know. 
Um, here's a fun fact about the kappa. Are okay. you ready? Sure. The kappa have three anuses. So they can't eat their own anus, but they'll eat other people's anuses. <laughs> yeah, and they have three of they them. They don't want to, like, give anyone a rim job because, <laughs> like, that's a lot. <laughs> so having three anuses allows them to pass three times as much gas as a human. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's good to know, right? <laughs> I guess so, right? Um, they also have a dish-like depression on the top of their skull. The dish is the source of the kappa's power, and it is kept wet at all times. Should the water be spilled and the dish dry up, the kappa will be unable to move and they might die. So it's sort of like a Charmander's uh, flame, right? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> so adult kappa often live in solitary, though um, it's common for them to befriend other yokai, which are other, like, creatures and yeah. legends. Um, younger kappa are frequently found in family groups. They love mischief, martial arts, especially sumo wrestling. Oh, uh, oh, okay. And, and games of skill. <laughs> sure. You know, like. <laughs> okay, but like. They, you know, they are a real weird mix of things. <laughs> they really are. You know, they're just like, you know, we're not just like one thing. We are multi- versatile you know they they like sumo wrestling and eating butts you know (laughs) what can you say so they are very proud and stubborn but are they and they're fiercely honorable honorable according to the website that i saw even though they eat people's butts okay they have um keen intelligence and are one of the few yokai able to learn a human language oh so they speak japanese they're turtles that can speak Japanese. Yeah. And or really bad English. Mm, Maybe. They are highly knowledgeable about medicine and the art of setting bones. Um, I feel like (laughs) if anyone listens to Sawbones, I feel like the Kappa is like cure-alls, cure-nothing. Yeah, no, no, for sure. That is pretty much like what they are he's like yes we are everything but like are you mediocre at it like (laughs) do you actually do what you say you do i mean probably not (laughs) so they are revered in shino shino shinto okay shinto okay sure sure as the kind of, of of a water god okay um, it is not uncommon to see offerings of cucumbers made at riverbanks by devout humans. In return, kappa are known to help people by inter- integrating fields, watering fields, befriending lonely children, competing with adults in sports and games, and other things. Okay. <laughs> I just put and so on. I don't know why I put that. <laughs> like you didn't have anything else prepared for that statement? No. Kappa can also be insensitive and violent. They love to peek up women's kimonos and loudly pass gas in public. Oh, okay. With their three butts. I just find it really fascinating Do you that think... they have three butts. Or okay. three anuses. So since they have three anuses and they love to pass gas, do you think they try to make like music with it? Maybe. Maybe that maybe they do. Like they try to fart the alphabet. <laughs> I was thinking, like, hot crust buns. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. Lakes and rivers where kappa live are often marked with warning signs. Their preferred method of attack is to drown or bite their opponent to death underwater. 
Oh, okay. They're better in they, water. They, like, shark attack you. Yeah. They particularly despise cows and horses and will attack the animal for they, no reason. They don't like livestock. They hate livestock and they will kill them for no reason. They're like, yeah, you know, fuck this cow. Fuck this cow. And that horse looked at me funny. Yeah. Um, they've been known to kidnap swimming women and to devour humans alive. Oh, kidnap? How did... How do, how do you go about kidnapping them? I'm not really sure. They're really clumsy on land. So maybe the women are just not paying attention. Maybe. So usually they go for the anus. Okay. Yep. We already covered that. Yes. In particular, there's a mythical ball of flesh located just inside the anus called the Shurikadama. And that's their f- preferred favorite food. A mythical ball of flesh. A mythical ball of flesh in your anus. In a human anus? Yep. So, like, a prostate? I mean, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Um, in the water, there's no escape for anyone who crosses the kappa. On land, however, it is possible to outwit one. The honorable... Outrun one, probably. I mean, maybe. The honorable kappa will feel obligated to return a bow. So, if you bow at it... Oh, okay. It'll, it'll, so it's, it will it, have to. It'll it'll be like oh, I have to bow back, it and can, then you kick it in the face. Well, so because it it can be tricked into bowing. If you if it's tricked to bow really low, it's easy that the d- water will spill out of the dish on its head. Oh, and then it can easily be overcome because like the water comes out of its head, and then it can't move, or it dies. Yeah. So you can trick it into killing itself. Yeah, definitely. Once bested, many kappa, um. If they're alive or whatever, many kappa have been made to swear loyalty and friendship to the person who outsmarted them for the rest of their lives. Oh, you get a little servant. You get a little kappa. It'll give you rim jobs on the weekends. Oh, God. He, um, I I don't know if I'd want a kappa. Yeah. Well, they're good at a lot of things, supposedly. They could set my bones if I ever jump off the house. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I decide to try to fly. So, Kappa have appeared many times in pop culture. A lot of times, actually. Like, tons. Like, I had to limit my pop culture references here because there were so many. So, here's our few examples. There's about six here. Okay. So, there is a lone Kappa that appears in episode 30 of Hitalia Access Powers. Okay. So, that's fun. Uh, they also make an appearance in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Cap'n and... Uh, makes an appearance in Wild World, City Folk, and New Leaf. He's also made an appearance in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, apparently. And he also made an appearance in the Animal Crossing movie. He There's can, a movie? There's an Animal Crossing movie. Isn't that wild? Sure. Um, his family can also be found on the island in New Leaf. So him and his family are all kappa. They're cute. Okay. There's a children's series about a bunch of kappa and other creatures called Hanakappa. H- Hanakappa? Yep. Hanukkah? Hanukkah. <laughs> also, the Pokemon Lotad, Lombre, and Ludicolo. Ludicolo? Sure. That sounds fine. They were inspired by the Kappa. Okay. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, so was Golduck, which I'm going to show you a picture of Golduck because it doesn't make sense how this would ever be inspired by a Kappa, except maybe that it has webbed toes. Yeah, maybe. Apparently, he was, according to Wikipedia, he was inspired by a kappa. Okay. The last two pop culture references I've got for you 
Um, Ludo from Star vs. the Forces of Evil is a, uh, was revealed to be a Kappa. And lastly, Kappa appear in both Harry Potter and Fantastic Beast. Um, in Fantastic Beast, the Crimes of Grindelwald movie, one can be seen. I didn't see that one. I didn't either. Oh, it's cute. Sorry, I'm, I also have the PowerPoint pulled up at the same okay, time. Okay, cool. It looks very sad sitting in a bathtub. <laughs> I know, doesn't it? So Newt Scamander describes it as a Japanese water demon. However, in the first appearance, when it first appears in Harry Potter in the Prisoner of Azkaban, Professor Lupin teaches his third-year students about the creature in defense of the dark arts. The quote from the book is, From red caps, they move on to kappas, creepy water dwellers that look like scaly monkeys with webbed hands itching to strangle unwitting wanderers into their pond. Okay. And that is what I have for you for the kappa. All right. That was neat. All right. I'm just going to run down my list uh, because the first couple of my stories actually have like pronunciations in it. Um, So I'm going to talk about the Kakura Sun. It is said that in 1884, American sailors brought table turning to Japan. The Kakura-san is a Japanese game popular in the Menji. Menji? Menji? I, I would say Menji until we get a uh, pronunciation well, there's from There's not really Menja, Maija, Meiji. Meiji? <laughs> Meiji? Maybe Meiji? Meiji, yeah. The Meiji era that is also a form of divination or like a Ouija board game, pretty much. So the name comes from a combination of animal spirits that are called upon to answer the player's questions. The kitsune, the ta- tanuki, <laughs> the kitsune, the tanuki, <laughs> the tanuki. <laughs> it's actually, I think it's tanuki. And it's like a raccoon. Yeah. And the, wait, kitsune is the fox, isn't it? Yeah, it's the fox. Oh, I have this written wrong. So the kitsune, whatever the dog is, and the tanuki, which is that weird raccoon-looking thing. Yes. Uh, It was composed of three bamboo rods arranged to make a tripod, upon which placed a small pot of rice. Oh. Um, Or, like, rice container lid. Uh, okay. Yeah. Different. Well, because, like, you gotta, you gotta work with what you got. Right. Uh, you don't have any of those fancy planchets. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta make your own. Exactly. So, DIY. <laughs> DIY planchet. Well, I think you can literally make anything into a, div- a form of divination. Oh, probably. So. Three or more people will place their hands upon the kokurasan, the kokuri, and ask the spirits a question, which that spirit will tilt and move the legs of the tripod. Today, this game is played with a piece of paper and a coin, so pretty much closer to, like, a Ouija board okay. type system. So you begin by writing yes or no. at the Like, you create this yourself. You make the, your board. Yeah, you just grab a piece of paper and you write it down. I have a picture of it. And you begin by writing yes or no on the piece of paper, and between them you write, uh, you draw a shrine gate. Beneath that, you write the Japanese alphabet and numbers. Then put a 10 yen coin down on the paper everyone will put their index finger onto the coin and call for the kokurasan uh the players call out kokurasan kokurasan please come if you you're here please say yes and then the 10 yen coin will begin to move so it's very much very much like a ouija board yeah but like a little different it's a little different but the thing is like i feel like 
things that you should know about this game is probably something that you should know with playing with normal general Ouija boards. So. Okay. But people don't do. I feel like this is much easier access. Like, I could just go buy a Ouija board, but I could just make this. Yeah. And, like... Well, we could also just... Yeah. We, we could, could also, also just make a Ouija board. Yeah. But... And then after it says yes, the coin will move to spell out answers, much as a Ouija board. Uh, once a single question has been answered, the players ask, please return to the shrine gate, and the coin will move towards it. Once there, you can answer. You can ask another question. Okay. So only when it does get back to the shrine gate can you ask another question. Okay, so you ask it so, if it's there and it says yes and it has to go back to the shrine gate. That yeah, you after it answers the question, it has to go back to the shrine gate. When finished, they ask Kakura-san, Kakura-san, please return now. Once the coin moves to yes and then returns to the shrine gate, uh, the players finish by saying thank you over the board game. You cannot stop playing halfway through. Uh, the Kakura... Kakura-san won't return. Keep asking until she does. Oh. They, I don't know. They gave it a pronoun um, in the article that I was reading. Okay. Either Wikipedia or something else that I found. <laughs> Once done, rip up the sheet of paper into 48 small pieces. That's so specific. <laughs> <laughs> within the same day after playing. And make sure... To spend the 10 yen coin within the next three days. Oh. Yeah. So you're passing it off on someone else in case it's cursed. Exactly, right? Uh, If you play, the rules are never play the game alone. Never play the game as a prank. Try not to play if you are scared or mentally insecure. (laughs) Well, I can't play. Once you have placed a finger onto the coin, do not let go. Okay, I won't. Yep. So that is pretty much the game of the Kurkurasan. Uh, in 1970, the manga Yoshi- Yoshiro no Hayakurato <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, depicted characters playing the Kakura-san, and through that had quickly spread popularity amongst elementary and junior high school students. Fun. A lot of the kids played it for fun, and as it began to take on a toll on them mentally, children were going crazy and being hospitalized because they weren't following the rules. Oh, bad children. Yeah. They were too young. Um, Children were going uh, crazy and even hospitalized. Uh, players were being cursed and even in extreme cases leading to their deaths and or suicides. Holy shit. Yes. That's intense. Tamamura Tamayo. I don't know how to pronounce any of this. <laughs> Where is Devin when I need her? Uh, from the Shaman King series, she is a young Shugenzia. <laughs> sure. Who plays the Kukura in a modern form? Her guardian ghost is the Kitsune and the Tanuki. And as the Shunginzia, later she fulfills the role of the Tengu, okay. which is the dog. The right? Tengu is the dog, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she has all of these spirits <laughs> that come and help her be a shaman. 
And uh, by the end of it, she gets her spirit guide of the Tengu. Yeah, the Tengu is the dog I just double-checked. Okay. In some manga series, <laughs> <laughs> the Kokura-san is a, a girl named whatever her name is, plays a game by herself and summons a Kokura-san upon... Seeing her unhealthy lifestyle takes it upon himself to become her guardian and raise her properly. <laughs> what is okay? Try to pronounce the manga series. Gugure Kukurasan. Okay, that's not too bad. And her name is Konina Ichimatsu. <laughs> Close enough. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yes, that's my pop culture references. Yay! Ooh, yay. I'm literally gonna in the hotel room. Devin and I are going to go over the pop culture oh, yeah. references. Like, yeah. I'm. Oh, I'm going to bring my um, Chromecast, FYI, okay. for the room. Okay. Because we can, like, use my Wi Fi. And um, there's this anime that I will tell you about in my next story. Okay. And that we're going to watch it. We have to. Me and Devin started watching it. It's the, literally the funniest shit I've ever seen. Because essentially what it was, I'm going to have Devin tell the class when we do the Tell panel. the class. Um, essentially what it is, is they had this anime that was really poorly written. And when they dubbed it, they were just like, do whatever the fuck you want. So the script is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. It is so fucking funny. So here we go. All right. So we're going to talk about the Teke Teke. Okay. So the Teke Teke is a ghost of a young woman or schoolgirl. Uh, the most common version of the Teke Teke is that she's a vengeful ghost of the woman named Kashima Riko. Um, she uh, was said to have died when she fell on train tracks and had her legs severed from her body by the train. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I'm eating another jello shot. That's okay. Live your, live your bliss. <laughs> In some stories, the Teke Teke didn't just fall on the train track. She actually committed suicide. Okay. So she died because she got her legs chopped off? Yeah. She got hit by a train and her legs and body separated. That's her whole life. Oh, okay. Like, it's not like I, I laid my legs across the tracks and they just got chopped no. off. <laughs> like Her legs and body separated. Okay. Um. So... One legend is that in the years after World War II, I only put World War, apparently. Okay. An American military personnel assaulted her. That night, she jumped off the bridge onto the train tracks and was hit by an oncoming train. The impact was so forceful that her body was torn in half at the waist. Oh. It was a severely cold night, and it caused her blood vessels to contract and prevent her from bleeding out quickly. She crawled her way to a nearby oh, train no. station. No, 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 no. <laughs> For help. But when the attendant saw her, instead of helping her, he covered her with a plastic tarp until she died slowly. Oh my gosh, seriously? That's one of the legends. Be like, it's pretty much be like, yeah, no, this ain't my job. That is... Okay, but imagine like, being the attendant and this lady is crawling. I think, creepy. I think it's like straight up like the fucking grudge. Oh, yeah. Like, crawling out of, like, the ring is crawling out of the well at me. Yeah, it feels that way. <laughs> so, Teke Teke gets the na her name from the sound of her walking or running on her claw-like hands. Because, <laughs> you know, she Does has she no legs. Does she, like, walk in a handstand now? Yeah, it's like, this is the inspiration for the sound. Ew. So, but, like, does she, like, handstand? She got, like, that core strength and upper body strength to, like, handstand and, like, walk super, super um, crazy. Sort of, but, like, she's more upright. In oh, so she's pictures. still sort of, like, dragging. 
her yeah she's kind of she's upright sort of, and her torso is kind of like down okay it's kind of a weird so her arms are longer than the torso she has left i guess so okay <laughs> um so she has also been called shaka 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 kata pata kata kata okay why okay coda 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 and he oh man i always hate this one kake baba hijakaka baba I feel like we could make a rap song out of all of those names. Oh, we definitely could. Yeah. We're like we're like a rapper though. Yeah, like we rap we rap them all. Yeah. We could rap about the teke teke. Yeah. I'm I'm Koda Koda the rapper. <laughs> I wanna be Hijikake Baba. Hijikake Baba. I can't even say that one. That's <laughs> the funniest one. Um, she likes to haunt in a few different ways. But all the stories have something in common and that you don't want her to catch you. Can she go that fast with only her arms? I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> One legend. Can I just drop kick her and run away? Nope, like she'll catch you. She can go like faster than you. This. I don't like the sound of this. One legend, One legend surrounding her is that one night a boy named Satoshi was walking home. His school had just let out and it was late. He was walk While he was walking, he heard a strange noise behind him. He looked back and saw a beautiful girl. She was leaning out of a window with her elbows propped up on the windowsill. She was staring out at him. Uh, when she noticed that he was looking back at her, the girl smiled, hugged herself so that she was holding her elbows. So like this. Okay. And jumped out the window. What? <laughs> Wait, this is a different legend of it? So she suddenly jumped out of the window. Satoshi was so shocked that he could do nothing but watch her fall. But when she landed, Satoshi realized that she only had the upper half of her body. Okay, so why is she just hanging out in some window, though? Like, <laughs> the, where does she hang out? Like, Okay, so there's a couple different places it says she, like, can be seen. Yeah. Like, some of it is schools. So in some of this version of the story, there's two different ones. She's in a school. Like, he's leaving the school. He turns around. It's an all-boys school, and he sees her in the window, and it's like, what the fuck? Another version of the story, it was an abandoned building. Um, also, she hangs out in bathrooms. We'll get there. Okay. Because Japan loves ghosts that hang out in bathrooms. Yeah, I, have, I will tell you one next. I have two of them. <laughs> um, so she jumped out the window and he was so shocked. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So the lower half looked like it had been cut off. Satoshi couldn't move from where he stood. He was frozen with fear. The girl started making her way towards him, crawling along the ground, making a teke teke noise. Within seconds, she was upon him. She took out a scythe. She a commonly scythe? has a scythe. Yeah. Okay, but like... Or it's like a, a knife. Like a, it kind of, To me, it looks like a sickle, like a farming sickle. Yeah. So like, a so a hand sickle. See, that's what it looks like to me in all the pictures I've seen. But if it's a scythe, it's going to be long. You have pictures on the... I do have pictures on the okay. scythe. I have two. So before he could do anything, she used her scythe to slice him in half, making him into one of her own. Okay. I like the one photo that is pretty much a scythe because the scythe is double the size of her. Yeah, right? Like, bitch, how do you carry this around? Like, how does no one see it either? Right? <laughs> so, an alternate version of the story is that the Teke Teke haunts bathrooms. According to the legend, she will appear and ask people who are using the bathroom if they know where her legs are. Hey, can you help me find my legs? Hey, sort of lost I know them. you're taking a <laughs> shit, but can you help me find my legs? 
If you, if that questioned individual replies in any way that she finds unacceptable, she will rip or cut their legs off. Oh, okay. Hey, can I have your legs instead? <laughs> if you answer that they're on the Mation Line or Mation Expressway, she might let you live because that's supposedly the like area and where her accident happened. Okay. One legend states that three days after hearing the story, you will see the ghost of a woman with no lower half. So, like, sorry. Oh, thanks. I mean, I've I've studied the story for at least four days, so. Have you seen someone with n- no legs? No, not yet. Not yet? I mean, maybe today. Maybe today? After telling it to the world? Yeah, maybe. If you see a woman with no legs, sorry. let us know. <laughs> I want to know. Write it into our podcast being like, you fucked me. So here's one way that she can appear to you, or a couple ways. Marbleforestpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> she can appear to you through dream. Okay. Or you'll get a mysterious phone call. Oh, no. Fuck that. She will ask you a riddle in the dream or phone call. Is this in Japanese? Because I'll be like, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, take note of this and just hopefully, like, you know the exact answer. So if it's in Japanese, you're like, okay, she's asking me a question. Maybe I should answer this. So she will ask you, do you need your legs? You must reply, I need them right now. You need them right now? I need them right now. Then she will ask you... You know how superstitious I am, Amber. I know. I'm telling you this, and you can always, like, I'll screenshot you I need my you legs right now. <laughs> um, so then she will ask you, who told you my story? You must reply, Kashima Rico. Hashima? Kashima. Kashima Rico. Yes. Oh, I'm going to not fucking her- remember this. So this might have been her name in life. But it also translates to mask death demon ghost accident. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you answer her question without mistake, she may let you live. May? I don't even get a pass from that? (laughs) She probably will live. If you don't, this is why you can't run away from her. If you don't, she'll try to catch you. An escape is impossible even in a car. I mean, maybe some cars now. Um, the Teke Teke can crawl at 93 miles per hour. What? <laughs> How do we know that exact Okay, it was, it was 150 kilometers, but I changed it to... Okay. But, like, how do we know with that exact speed? <laughs> Maybe You said a... it's 150 kilometers an hour? Yeah. Okay, so that makes more sense. They're, like, evenly rounded. That's about as fast I as like a car. I like the fact that you're telling me 93 miles an hour. <laughs> Well, I did it in miles per hour because I can read it better. Yeah. Well, I just know I can I can visualize 93 miles an hour. Yeah. Damn, I have to be booking. Gotta get on M5 <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Some say that she's searching her for her legs. Others say that she's just angry at humanity for letting her die and seeking her revenge. The Teke Teke has appeared in the anime Ghost Stories in episode one, which is the anime that I just told you about that we have to watch. It's fucking great. And the Teke Teke also has a 2009 movie. <laughs> sorry, I was sorry. I was reading Did you read the caption. Slide? It says, leave me alone. I'm doing my standard anime elbows up pose. <laughs> it's, we have to fucking watch it. It's so good. <laughs> We're definitely going to watch it at con. Okay. It also has a sequel, Teke Teke 2, that comes out, that also came out in 2009. Oh, Okay. 
Um, and I do have the trailer on the PowerPoint. So if we feel like watching it at con, well, if we have internet, if we have internet, which I'll have my, um, oh, you're going to do that. I'll have my phone. So, okay. So that is, um, what I have for you on the Teke Teke. Okay. So I'm going to do the Hanako-san or Hanako of the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) It is a Japanese urban legend about the spirit of a young, fuck phone the spirit of a young girl named hanoka-san who haunts school bathrooms <laughs> gotta keep it up with the the, the school bathrooms i have right? another one i can read to you after if all you right really well to. we'll just keep the bathrooms rolling we'll just keep it the bathroom theme okay <laughs> bathroom theme so different versions of how she ended up haunting a bathroom include hanoka's hanoka-san is a ghost of a girl who was killed while playing hide-and-seek during an air raid in World War II. That is tragic. Right? Like, but why are you playing hide-and-seek? Like, you're like, oh, like, World War II is not that bad. <laughs> you know, like, let's just play hide-and-seek? Or are you literally hiding because there's a fucking air raid happening? Or maybe she was, like, didn't know that the air raid was happening and thought she was safe. Yeah. And yeah, so she was hiding in a bathroom playing hide and seek and got murdered in a bathroom by an air raid. Or she was murdered by a parent. Oh. Or. Okay. (laughs) She committed suicide in the school bathroom. Oh. So in Japanese primary schools, children have have challenged classmates to try to summon the Hanako-san. Her physical appearance is commonly described as having a bobbed haircut and wearing a red skirt or dress. She's cute. Do you like the picture I pulled up? Yeah. I was like, this is the cutest photo. She also shows up in ghost stories. Yeah. And she's so cute. Yeah. She, in the picture I have pulled up, she sort of looks really derpy. I think we should probably post this somewhere for people. Okay. Since we keep referencing it. Can we post it on our website when it's done maybe yeah we'll try we'll try what we can do okay we'll see what we can do so to sun to summon the hanoka sun it is often said that individuals must enter a girl's bathroom usually on the third floor of a school because we got to be specific mm-hmm. um and i've never been in a school that is more than two stories so so we're safe so we're safe knock Three times on the third stall. Is it the third stall in or the third stall up? Right? I would say like when you come in from the door, the third stall. Okay. So this, this is this is what she looks like. But what in if there's stories? A- yeah. She's cute. And if so you knock on the third stall, and if Hanoka san is there, she will reply with some variation of, Yes, I am. <laughs> Um, depending on the story, the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody ghostly hand or just herself appear from beyond the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then she will put the individual into the toilet, (laughs) which leads to hell. Oh. She will just shove you. She will swirly you into the toilet. She'll swirly your whole body? Into the toilet. (laughs) Or, uh, you'll just get eaten by a three-headed lizard. Oh, what? Okay. So, do you think this looks like, like, Cerberus or, like, a Cerberus T-Rex with lizard heads? Maybe. 
Yeah, that would make sense. Like it's it's instead of a, a like dog guardian, they have a lizard this at this hell. Yeah, but it like looks like the body of a T-Rex with like three lizard heads. And then in my head, the lizard body is wearing a suit. Oh, that's cute. I like because that. I, I saw vi- when I was writing this, I saw a video <laughs> of like literally just like it was just like a video of like a lizard like coming from his job <laughs> wearing a suit and just like a fucking lizard head. That's adorable. I should get it so I can like show the people. Yeah, we should try to find it. Okay. Um, Since the 1990s, it has been used in movies. So it has become uh, popular in culture. The Hanukkah-san character appears in films, manga, anime, and video games. Like, three different movies uh, come called some form of Tori no Hanukkah-san. Okay, so there's three different movies and they all kind of have a similar name. Yes, it's all similar to that name. Okay. Um, Hanukkah-san appears in a manga series, Hanukkah and the Terror of Allegory, <laughs> Toilet-bound Hanukkah-ku, <laughs> Kyokai no Rin and GGG no Kiro Kit Aro. GGG no Kitaro. Kitaro. Sure. <laughs> and Yokai Watch. Oh, and yeah. she's also in Ghost Stories. Oh, my yeah. favorite anime. Perfect. So far. <laughs> similar references the Akamanto or Red Cape yep. in what? Okay. That's my next one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a Japanese urban legend about the spirit in bathrooms. Um, she is t- tied with bl- the Bloody Mary urban legend because, Which you know, make sense. you knock three times and, you know, get brought to hell by something in red. And so if you don't know, Bloody Mary is the apparition that appears in mirrors. Oh, in or Moaning Myrtle from the Harry Potter series fun and that is the story of the hanako-san hanako-san that is how i'm going to pronounce it that's fine i can tell you about the akomanto it's not very long okay keeping with the bathrooms keeping with the bathrooms you know we just love bathrooms yeah the akomanto translates into red cape and since i'm bad at pronouncing things i'm gonna call him red cape or it red cape Okay. Red Cape is an urban legend from Japan. It is either depicted as a serial killer or a ghost who haunts toilets, typically at a school. So a serial killing ghost in a toilet? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay. That's fun. Um, They're usually described as- Does the toilet serial kill you? Is the toilet a serial killer? No, but there is another, like, urban legend. Japan has a shit ton of urban legends in the bathrooms. And one of them is, like, an urban legend of hands that come up out of the toilet and, like, grab your butt. (laughs) This is just your toilet-themed episode of the Marvel (laughs) Forest podcast. Toilet humor. So, it's typically described as a masked spirit wearing a red cape. When the victim uses the bathroom, he will ask them if they want red paper or blue paper. Oh, a red or blue pill, pretty much? Pretty much. Would like, you like to wipe your ass with red like, or blue? Here's the toilet paper. What do you want? Um, in some versions, he'll also ask you if you would like a red cape or a blue cape or a cloak. Okay. What color do I want to pick? I'll tell you. Okay. If having a masked figure in a red cape barging in on you is to the, you while using the bathroom isn't terrifying enough... Choosing either option will result in you dying. Oh, okay. So, no thanks. I don't want red or blue toilet paper. 
So no, thank you. Can I just have the normal white, white two ply? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you choose red paper, you will be stabbed until your clothes are stained red. You could also have your head chopped off or the flesh ripped from your back like a cape. I'm sorry, what? I'm going to be skinned of my back. Yep. <laughs> so you have a red cape. Because oh no. No, I don't know. No, it's not it's not good. If you choose blue paper, you will be strangled until you you turn blue or you'll have all the blood drained from your body. Until you turn blue? Yep. However, you can try to outsmart the red cape. In some versions, if you ask for the yellow option, you could result in your head being forced into the toilet. Okay. Um basically it also leads you to hell, so. <laughs> okay. Ignoring the red cape or saying that you don't want either is said to make the spirit go away. In some accounts, rejecting both options and running away from the red cape is the only way you can survive. Another version of the Akamanto is, uh, has him kidnapping and killing people. The story goes that a man wearing a red blanket visits a small shop late at night. He explains that he is a servant and his master is very sick. He convinces the father of the household to come help him. After a few hours, he comes back for the mother. Um, he comes back a third time for the children, but the neighbors insist that they must sleep. The man in the red blanket leaves, and the couple is found af afterwards. The couple is found dead, and the red blanket man is never to be found again. Um, this story is based off a true crime story of the blue blanket murder. Yeah, in I don't know how to say this. It's somewhere in Japan. Okay. In 1906, three members of a family were taken by a man wearing a blue blanket over his head. It was assumed they were brutally murdered. Um, the documents, though, weren't released in English, so it's really hard to find anything else on it. So that's all I got for you. Okay. Um, the red cape has appeared in a bit of pop culture, but I didn't feel like looking it all up. So here's two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they made a red cape reference in the TV show Scream Queens. Oh, they did? They did. And they also made an appearance in Ghost Stories Episode 2. Okay. That's the red cape. Oh, yeah. They do have red or blue paper here. Yep. All right. Well, that is the first part of our panel. Uh, your toilet-themed panel, apparently. <laughs> Very toilet-themed. Yeah. So, um, if you are joining us... This probably isn't the order, but maybe could be the order because I sort of like all I of the toilet the theme order. together. Yeah, I don't mind the order. But yeah, that is our stuff. I hope you make it to Yomacon if you're there, or I hope you found us and you can show your friends now what you listen to. Yeah. So, and like, I went to this awesome panel and like, they actually have like a real life podcast and like, I can follow it and like, listen to them talk and be stupid <laughs> yeah because like i listen to them talk and be stupid at this panel at yumicon um but that's it for us for now yeah so well, if you enjoyed this episode what, what do you have to I say i was gonna say we'll have probably a second at least a second and maybe a third maybe a third we'll <laughs> see i don't think we'll have a third i think we'll just have a second okay so if you enjoyed this episode please rate review and subscribe to the podcast you can listen to us everywhere you can find social us on social media. media. Yep. At MFCast or the MFCast on Twitter, Marble Forest Podcast on Instagram, and you can email us your personal stories at marbleforestpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook.com slash Marble Forest Podcast. Special thanks. Special thanks to Jenna. Special thanks to Jenna, who did our in our logo. You can find her on Instagram and Etsy at agenda. That is a Jen Duh. Music. 
Music is by Cameron. Music is by Cameron. And special thanks to Devin and Tawny, who was sitting with us for a little bit, who reminded us to introduce, introduce ourselves. ourselves. Uh, and so, yeah. And that's all we got for you. Yep. That's and today. And don't tempt fate. Because I need my legs now. <laughs> Wait, what is it? <laughs> I, um, okay, here, hang on, hang on. It's right here. I already have it pulled up. You have to say, I need them right now. I need them right now. And, uh, good luck. Good luck <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs>